0: What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up, I'm not quitting. I'm persistent. Welcome back to the Y Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Parminder Mew. Now, Parminder is the owner of Darcy Construction, a successful construction business which oversees a range of exciting projects in the UK. As a successful female leader in construction, Parminder is incredibly passionate about encouraging fellow women to join the industry. So she has got a lot to share with us here today. So, Parminder, shall I proceed?
1: Yes, indeed.
0: All right, Pam, now how are you feeling today?
1: Absolutely brilliant. Thank you. And yourself? Uh
0: all right. I love to hear it. Now, Pam, we have been trying to get this interview done for the longest time. So I'm very excited to have you on the show.
1: And me too. Thank you. Thank you. For All
0: having right. Us. All right. Let's roll right into these questions. And that first question would be, why did you start doing what you're doing today?
1: Right. Um, so construction has always been my love. Um, I went to university. Um, I've been in construction since I was a child. My my father used to have sites and and undertake developments of all sorts. So bricks and mortar was always my interest. Um, I went off to university, uh, did uh, four years there, had a scholarship, worked uh, in the construction industry for others uh, for about 12, 13 years before I set my own business up when I was in my late 20s. So I wanted to, I wanted to do something that was uh, my own the flexibility, um, and also the pride in being able to build um, how you want to do, and not um, be be limited to whatever you know was being built by another company, and uh, as an as an employee.
0: I see. I see. That is very nice. That is very nice. Now, I love how you walked me through. You already answered my second question for me, so I'm just going to go ahead and skip over that one. But my third question, and I really I'm really excited for this answer right here. What are some childhood hobbies and habits that you think matriculated into what you do today?
1: So I had quite an unusual um, upbringing. Um, my, My parents, They started their own business up uh, when I was quite young and um, we were quite poor when when I was really, really young, five, six years old. My parents were first generation immigrants in the UK from India Mm -hmm. and um, so things were pretty tough but we we really had a good family unit and you didn't really have toys in those days. You couldn't afford it. (laughs) That was Mm. Um, but we had a little yard um, in central London, uh, and when my father bought his first shop and uh, the development, um, there used to be bricks and just sand and rubble in the back uh, backyard. And my sister, I've got an older sibling and a younger brother, uh, the three of us, that's what sort of occupied us. We would just play with some bricks and make up some made-up sand and cement and make it as muck to, to join all these, these old rubbly bricks and suddenly you'd build a wall and, and I think that it just it was just so much fun. Um, so one of my habits and hobbies as a child, bizarrely, was playing with my sibling in a load of rubble and dirt and feeling the love of just having something so tactile in your hands to see something being built. You know, as a child, if you play with building blocks, it's always so... or Lego. Um, it's amazing. You've got all these little bits and then suddenly you've got a wall or, or a box. Um, it's the same with us. You know, you had a lot of rubble in the back garden and suddenly you had a wall or, or a little structure that you could sit under. So I suppose my habits and hobbies were basically messing around with a lot of uh, old construction material in, in my backyard.
0: Very interesting. Very interesting. I am, that, that's the first time I've heard somebody bring up the Legos thing, but with real <laughs> bricks and stuff like that. So that is very interesting. I love that story right there now. Pam, I have to ask you what is an average day like for you?
1: Wow, um, so construction every day is different. Um, that's why uh, if if you enjoy the thrill of um, planning your week but only being able to actually undertake sort of I don't know about forty percent of it, the other sixty percent you're literally firefighting and um going with the flow of whatever's happening so. My typical day, um, as a construction director rather than a construction manager, which I used to be, um, will be um, in the morning sorting out emails, usually um, about 6.30, 7 o'clock, sort of a couple of hours of that. I then, um, I live quite close to my offices, so it's quite nice to have a walk. Uh, I've got a few dogs and we'll tend to go for a walk in the morning uh, by the time I come to the office. The office is, is, is a very comfortable office so we all have breakfast and, and it's a very casual office as well and um, the whole team is here so we end up uh, just having a team talk um, just to be able to see where the week is going to go or where the day is going depending on who what's happening and then it's just meetings after meetings if I'm really honest it can get a bit mundane I try to in the week uh, change my, my, my days around so I do site visits um, two or three times a week depending on the need of the, the, the site um, and what level it's at also it really depends on the client every day is different I, I generally on a Sunday I put a plan together for the week and usually by the end of the week I look at it and I think wow it wasn't like that at all
0: <laughs> I see I see and that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense yeah. all right so I'll, I, this next question is what do you enjoy the most about what you do
1: So I, to me, it's the joy of being able to go up and down in UK um, and look at projects that I've been involved with and look, stand back and go, wow, I remember that. Oh, I I, I built that. Or I remember the problems we had over there and how we overcame them. So it's an amazing thing to see something that you've built like that, whether it's houses or offices or temples. Um, you know, we've been involved with so many different buildings and there is this joy of seeing something that's right in front of you and and I still say that to my children, we might go to, I don't know, we go to the Midlands um, and I'll say to my kids, oh, wow, we were involved with that motorway or that warehouse over there and I'll go, seriously mum, yep, we built that um, mm. and and it, it, I think that's the, the fun of it is being able to physically see. It's not like a computer uh, job or an admin job that you can just delete it on, on a laptop you can actually physically see it and wow that, that's lovely um that is my joy that's why i do it
0: wow 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 i love that right there now of course the back end of that question is what do you enjoy the least
1: <laughs> um the least wow it's very uh, aggressive as an industry so if you're an introvert it's not for you um mm. Um, you've got to be able to stand up for yourself um, and I'm not saying it as a female because actually I don't think the industry has that much different to offer to a woman or a man I think it's really quite equal in my mind anyway um, because if you're competent it doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl um, I think you've got to really be able to have the balls to stand up to people and be honest about things if you muck up there is no point in lying because physically it's already built and everybody can see what you've done wrong. <laughs> so wow. honesty is really, really important. You can't hide it. Um, and it actually gets you so much respect. I found I made so many mistakes as a junior and you still make mistakes even now. Um, but when you just say, hands up, I've made a mistake, it's it's not a problem. Um, I think it's dealing with the people who don't um, have that, either that honesty or the ability or they're worried I don't know. Everybody has their own uh, hang-ups, um, and I think in an the industry there's quite a few people with a few hang-ups, um, and it's just a that's the that's the most horrible part because it can be quite aggressive. Um, you've got to face up to issues and face the fact that there will be a row or an argument, and you can't hide from it. You know, you've just got to stand there, take it if you've made something made a mistake, or stand your your corner if you believe in it. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's definitely for the
0: extroverts. I see. I see. I love that answer right there. That was beautiful. I mean, everything about it. So, um, I'm going to ask this next question, and Pam, this next question is my absolute favorite. And that is, do you think that grades in school matter for the success that you have in your career today?
1: It's funny um, you ask that because I've got two young boys who are off to university and they're asking the same question. <laughs> Why do we need to go to university? And they want to come into the industry as well. I, my gut feeling, is n- you don't need the grades if you want to stay at low or middle management. That's fine. Where it makes a difference is if you want to go from middle to higher management. So I always had quite high aspirations and I knew without that degree, and being a female, you know, we're talking about sort of 25, 30 years ago, uh, a female in the industry, I needed to be able to prove that, hey, I've got this certificate, I know what I'm doing. Doesn't mean you're going to get any more respect. Respect only comes from, from, you know, literally being out on the field uh, and and doing your hours. But I do think that it does matter um, once you want to go past a certain level. For example, if you, you know if you want to just be a site manager um, and you come from a bricklaying trade or a carpentry trade, um, then no, you don't need those grades. Just sheer hard work will get you to that level. And I think it's one of the few industries that still allows you to go up the ladder, ne- not necessarily with a qualification um, in your pocket. But if you aspire to do anything more than that and you expect recognition in uh, by your peers uh, or, or in the industry then you're going to have to get a qualification, uh, whether it's a chartership, you know, whatever level it is, in order to go up to the next stage. So in my instance, I needed it. Yes.
0: I see. I love that answer right there. That was very interesting. I think a lot of people are going to take away from that right there. Mm -hmm. Now, Pam, I'm going to break down this next question for you because this word gets tossed around willy nilly. And that is what? Do you think that your impact is and when i say impact i mean what is your devotion what are you devoted to
1: i'm, I'm actually devoted to excellence um i i, I think it's really important to, to to try and do the best you can um, mm. now you know the industry's got quite a quite a roguish um, reputation um it doesn't help that you, you get you do get the rogues who who enter the industry and just mess it up and then just disappear, which is why I think the ones who are are in here and are serious about it, we should set an example and it should be of a certain level and we should try and achieve excellence all the time. I, I think to me that's been more important to prove to customers, to clients that, hey, you know, we're in the construction industry, but we might not be lawyers or doctors, but we have standards, you know, we, we have our our ethics um, we, and we have qualifications and we're no different to those people. Um, you know, just because uh, we're not curing um, humans and um, because we're not doctors, hang on, we are really, really important because if we don't build properly and to the right standards and to the right levels, our houses could collapse, you know, our buildings could collapse. Or they could deteriorate very quickly. So there's a certain amount of uh, of, of responsibility there that um, you need to take in this in this industry. I think, and I think if you try and achieve excellence, even if you hit sort of 70, 80, 90% of it, that that's a good start to keep going. So I've, I've always worked on that basis.
0: Oh, my goodness, Pam. I think that is the best answer that I've ever gotten from that question. (laughs) Devoted to excellence. I love that right there. I think that's going to be the quote of the week. So, (laughs) Pam, you have been giving excellent, excellent, excellent answers all interview long. But we are down to that last question. And that is... If there was one, just one piece of advice that you could give to somebody out there listening right now that wants to be in the position that you are in today, what would it be?
1: I think it would be that be ready to put the hours in construction. is long hours. There's definitely long hours. There's a lot of dedication needed. And if it's not a nine to five job. Um, there's all kinds of issues on sites and um, whether you're a director or whether you're a site manager or or, a quantity surveyor, whatever part of the industry you're going to um, you have to plough in the hours um, because sadly um, knowledge is power and the more you're there the more knowledge you'll have um, and you'll know your your project inside out and that's really important and anybody who thinks they can just leave at 4 o'clock, you know, or 4.30 in the evening with the, with the rest of the workers or the operatives, they're in cloud coconut because you need to do all your paperwork, you need to do all your health and safety checks. So you plough, you put your hours in and you you can succeed and you can get to the top um, because it's recognised very quickly. You, you can stand out, I think, quite easily in this industry um, by, by, by having... Having that time to put in it and not seeing it as a, oh, I'm going to clock off now. Everybody else is gone. So I don't know. I, well, that's what I did. I put in a lot of hours and it got me where it got me. So um, now I can afford to not have to put that many hours, which is quite nice.
0: I love that <laughs> answer right there, Pam. Pam, and again, the way you followed up, I thought I thought that first one was going to be the quote of the week, but I think <laughs> your your knowledge is power. I yeah. think that's going to yeah. be the new quote of the week now, because honestly that was an excellent answer to that question. Now, Pam, again, you have been given excellent, excellent, excellent advice or interview long, but if there's any way, any way that I can promote you in any type of way, I can leave something in the link in the description below, whether it's a website, social media, even a book, something that I can leave so that my audience can reach yours.
1: Yeah. So, so, um, if anybody wants any information or any guidance to come into the industry or anyway, um, I'm around. Um, I'm on LinkedIn uh, under Paminder uh, mew at uk, or um, my website www.darcyconstruction.co.uk you can see uh, a selection of the work we do as well. So I'm open and always willing to help any, any youngsters especially who want to come into the industry.
0: Very nice. Very nice. And please, please, please take advantage of that because it is very few people out there willing to help you guys out like that. So click that link in the description below. Again, Pam has been given excellent, excellent, excellent advice all interview long. And folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career and a calling. Most people have a job, you're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Pam helped you find it here today, folks. That is a wrap. Thank you. If you like today's episode but feel like you still need an extra push, make sure to follow me on Clubhouse for free confidence coaching at Kojo the Goat. Again, that's at Kojo the Goat on Clubhouse. Subscribe. Leave a comment and make sure to follow all our social media channels at YI Network. All inquiries, please email kojo at yinetwork.com. Talk to you soon, guys.